0: we have to to look at the subject of I Will Fulfill My Destiny this evening and I will be the title for this particular one uh, because Pastor Ezefia spoke about it um, fortnight ago, I believe. That was about two Wednesdays ago. And he emphasized on the line of that scripture, which is the anchor scripture, Ephesians 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 verse 10 B. uh, You have the um, the TPT translation, that is the Passion translation. He emphasised, Pastor Tithia, And I'm just trying to replay so that we can stay connected together. He emphasised the good works we should do to fulfil our destiny. Is that correct? And I have a witness. How many of us were available for that particular like Wednesday? The things you do because you know that the kingdom of God is not a magical kingdom. It is not a kingdom where you put abracadabra and then something happens. It's a kingdom of shared contractual responsibility. You do your part, I do my part. God expects anybody that is named his child to be responsible enough to carry out their own part in any instruction. So, I believe the emphasis and the focus of the man of God on that particular Wednesday is to uh, tell us that there is something you need to do. This is not the business of an herbalist. Herbalists are the ones that will say, put it in your mouth and in three days something will happen. No, God is the God of process. So he told us what to do, and I believe if you go back to your notes, if it's still growing in your heart, you should be entering the reality of that word. So but today my own focus would be the title is The Road The Road to Fulfilling Destiny. The road to fulfilling destiny. I need you to please follow me with all your heart. I beg you would. You know, when you are going to hear God's word, as a it matter, it's different from news. It's different from um, 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 social media gist. Uh, n- no Satan will attack you for reading anything on social media. There can be no Satanic at- attack, no Satanic distraction. But when it comes to God's word, it becomes your deliberate responsibility to guard your heart. Because distraction is one of the subtle instruments of the enemy to make you lose focus. And he knows that after salvation, which a lot of people are still there, after starvation, to enjoy the fullness of this kingdom, you must enter transformation. Transformation is the changing of what you used to be to the new one in Christ. And transformation is a product of continuous renewing of the mind. That is why it's interesting to know that on between Sunday and today, what we heard on Sunday, I do mean if you can recall what we heard on Sunday, now let's do a little test. Between Sunday and today, who can recall the title of the message of Sunday? And that will show you or let you know or confirm that it takes seconds for the words to disappear if you don't hold it with some sense of jealousy or sincerity. Who can recall the title of the message on Sunday? Anybody? Anybody want to help me? By the way, women started on Sunday. Pretty easy to remember. What was the title of the message? God of creativity. You will recall that one of the key prominent aspects of that message is the man of God reminding you that you are useful to the extent of the creative power you engage in an environment that is plagued with problems, the solution is always in your ability to create the solution. And then he made us clear that I mean it made it clear that God has deposited in us what it takes to create. And we are all enjoying as this were right now the creative grace on some people's life. I was looking at a tree, a couple of these back, and I marvelled at God. Now listen to very interesting instruction. I was looking at a tree and I looked at God. I said, God, we are awesome. It would surprise you that when God designed the tree, He expected that at a point when man starts to grow, they will get tired of standing. You know, as in standing physically like this. After a while, man would desire there, there will be urge for them to want to sit down. Am I correct? At the time he created a tree, and man, there was no chair. Is that true? There was no chair. But yet, inherently man, he knows that man cannot stand for too long without fatigue or tiredness setting in. And at the point of that desire and pressure, they will want to sit down. Yet, he created a man, put the desire to sit down with them, and he didn't provide them a chair. So, he created a tree. And for every chair we sit that is made out of wood, came out from where? Who discovered chair from wood, from tree? Hmm? Man. Okay, after a while, he noticed that with the way the events are going in life, man will get to a point that their memory capacity cannot hold down everything they see. They will like to keep things down, which they will call history. <laughs> he knew that man we get to that point, that we need to write down everything that is happening in our lives. And he didn't provide them a paper. But he created a tree. Where did paper come from? Who designed the paper? Who brought paper? Can you just look at a tree and say, paper? Come forth. So the crux of the message on Sunday is: look, if you have lost your sense of creativity. It's just a question of time you will go into oblivion. One. Two, you will remain in a circle of frustration because everything that is creating frustration in your life, God already saw in our head that you'll be frustrated at that point and the solution is hidden in one raw material. True of us. So why are we not being creative? We'll get there. That was Sunday. That was Sunday. So nobody's permitted to be making noise here to be shouting, hey, my life or I am. No, 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 no. Stop it. Start to think that before you go to this point of complaining, God already saw ahead that you will need it and He made provision for something. And you know what the amazing thing is that every problem, the solution is always around. It's just ability to see through. The child was crying, dying because there was no water. Remember the story? And the mother dropped the baby here. Because she cannot afford to see a child die. She moved away. And then an angel showed up on her. I said, what is the problem here? He said, my child is dying of thirst." Let me then ask for those who know the story. I'm talking about Hagar and Ishmael. Did God just design that well there? So all the while the child was crying like somebody is crying here because you are in lack, you are in desperation, you are in despair. Maybe, maybe if you stop crying and ask yourself, really, if God knew I would go through this, that means by His advanced thinking, the solution is hidden somewhere; it's just that I cannot see. And this, the way our senior pastor gave the illustration of that well, it amazed me that God is God is a God. No, 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 no. God will not give you something halfway. Do you know when, they, when she finally saw the well? If you recall, when pastor brought this illustration up. The well was filled to the brim. Normally, you will need what we call doro. You know doro? Uh Fetcher, thank you. So bring out the water. But when the woman saw the well, the well had always been there. But when she saw the well, the Bible said the well was to overflow. She only had to scoop it. I see someone's eyes opening this evening. Mm, whatever has acted as a blindfold, as a shield, as a veil, in this service, the power of light will shatter it in the name of Jesus. That problem we encounter solution from tonight. If you are that person say it better, Amen. That was the message on Sunday. Still in connection with fulfilling destiny. So today I want us to. If see the subject from another perspective, how I many of us will recall a particular song? sung by, I can't recall who sang it. He said, Man of God, you know that song? You know the song? You know it? Sing it, let me hear. Kadaramidao. Anybody familiar with that song? What does the song mean? When the man of God introduces subjects before he left for his vacation, in his first six lines, he said that there is nobody God created to be useless. I mean, anybody can record that sentence. So, let me ask you, please, you know, this is midweek service and it can be very interesting. In your years of living so far, have you by chance seen anybody that his life looks like a useless life? or oh, The way things are going for this fellow, let me put it in Yoruba, I any you only need to know to what does that mean in English? I'm Pastor Conrad, I mean, you are from Manchester City. You, know, you can help me a little here. You know, we are still in Lagos here, eh? Lagos, Nigeria. Believe me, saints of God, there are people that I have set my eyes on the streets. That if I were to bring the dictionary definition of a useless, hopeless life, what I see in them is a clear similarity with that definition. A man of God, you can recall, is late now. His name is Maiz He said, and I quote, he said, the most fertile ground in the whole world. When you use the word fertile, fertile means the most uh, ground that has the potential to yield any fruit, fruitful ground. The most fertile ground in the whole world. I'm not the one that said it to, and it's not my thoughts. Do you know the, do you know the name of the ground? What? the graveyard, the cemetery. Why is it the most fertile ground? Because there are many destinies who came and were never fulfilled and they died. I pray for you today. You will not die without fulfilling your destiny. Ah, I pray that you it's okay to die with memories. But don't die without fulfilling destiny. Now so. It's important that you know this is a serious matter. Let me give you another shocker. Let me give you another shocker. And this will help. The, because when I came in I saw a number of young ones. Seated amongst us. And my heart was lifted with praise and joy. Let me give you another shocker. Are you aware. <laughs> that the principle of Destiny. Is governed by the force of time. Are you aware of that? That everything we call destiny is plugged into a particular time frame. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one. What did he say? What did he say? Uh huh. No, no. You know, if you, you know, you know when you grow to one level in spirituality and you are reading Bible, it should sound like you are drinking wine, and you are not in a hurry. You are just, oh, oh, oh. I, I read one this afternoon, and I was saying, "What oh, oh, oh. do?" And I could not rush it because I was enjoying the sip. Until the word becomes your only option, you will be running letter scatter like you don't have a father. If every destiny is time bound, <laughs> what does that tell you? Tick, tick the clock. Tick, tick. What you have to do. For those who went to good Montessori, Nazran Primary School, not only but GI School, tick tick the clock, tick tick. What you have to do, do quick. Let me give you the third one. We can't talk about destiny and not try to say that destiny is not your decision. You agree with me? Destiny is not your decision. You don't decide your destiny. Destiny is a discovery. Is that correct also? So, that last point will take us to, what is destiny? And be honest with you, I am one of the few privileged young men that work on the surface of the earth that have a strange and unusual understanding of scriptures. The generation perhaps that will hear me, they are yet to come. Or maybe they have come and they have gone. I, I don't know. But the things I know about this thing. So, the temptation was to go and check dictionary. I said, dictionary dictionary can't communicate the imports of this thing, except from the dimension of heaven. You know what God answered me and said the definition of destiny? Destiny is the programmed instruction of God planted in the body of a man. Anybody want to say no to that? God say it that I said it. God's intent programmed inside the body of a man, God's intention, God's purpose programmed inside the body. So that tells you one truth here. Every one of us seated here this evening, and those perhaps hearing online, listening online, you are a moving instruction in the human body. You have an instruction, a program for those who are computer literates. say it's a program. In human body, but if you feel like it's important to write something, let me help you. Destiny is divine intention or purpose programmed in mortal men. That's my definition. Now, if that statement is true, that every one of us here, including anybody you have seen on the street like the example of the ones I have seen on the streets of Lagos. I mean, the, some of the human beings I have seen on the streets of Lagos now I understood what Jesus experienced when he saw a particular daughter of Abraham. The Bible said she was bent like this and she was walking like this. And the Bible said Jesus looked at her and said, Is this not one of the daughters of Abraham? How did she become like this? What Jesus was saying is that this was not so from the beginning. Originally, this is not the design of God. Friends, whatever you are dealing with that is not in the script, it is not so from the beginning, meaning you have every right to say no. Yeah. For example, I have never read anywhere that God wrote on the story or in the program on the life of any man that thou shall be poor. Anybody read it before? But I know men who have lived from age one to whatever age and they died drinking the wine of poverty. In fact, I read one in the Bible who died in poverty and left death for his own children yet he was a servant of God. Let's take this subject seriously like our life depends on it. I have taken my time to lay a foundation to let us know that if your life is not hard enough if occasionally you keep asking yourself questions like, ah, man, life, there is nothing wrong with your question. You are only trying to draw from the interpretation of your purpose. You are only trying to say, I think this is not what it should be. And I say to people, one of the greatest gifts God gave a man to change his story is the power of anger. You know anger? Nothing if anger is not invested in it, believe me, if I need to change this atmosphere, all I need to do is give this brother here a dirty slap. Oga? Okay. You can tell what will happen next. Some of you will be out there waiting for me already. They call it the, the strange catalyst inherent in man the power of anger. And I love the way the Bible says, Get angry, see not. Because it's not every anger that leads to sin. Some is to change your destiny and change your story for good. That's the foundation I want to lay. I haven't defined what destiny is. And I'm going to take it for that to say, what is, where I need your conversation, what is the benefit of fulfilling destiny? What do you stand to gain if you fulfill your destiny? So if you have the mic, you can pass it around now. Because somebody is thinking. Like I was thinking. When I got to church, I talked about something. I said, those people that used to sing... I don't want to name anybody because they didn't pay me for PR. Those people that sing, that we call them secular musicians, and they are singing, and, they are, and then in the car, I started to ask myself. Those ones, are they fulfilling destiny? If you know what kind of people I'm referring to. There are people we call them unbelievers. Let me ask a question. Unbelievers, do they fulfill destiny? Hmm? We will, con- we will check in scripture. You know, I'm not giving you my total. I'm showing you scriptures. But let us ask the question. What is one of the benefits of fulfilling destiny? What do you stand to gain? What do you stand to benefit? Anybody, please help me a little. There's someone there, brother Sam. Praise God. Hallelujah.
1: Uh, I believe one of the uh, advantages of fulfilling destiny is that someone else's destiny is inched on one's destiny. If you fulfill your destiny, you are going to be helping some other people fulfill theirs.
0: Did you hear him? No, they want to hear you again. Don't clap. Don't clap here. If you heard him, what did he say? Say it again.
1: I said, uh, if you fulfill your destiny... You are going to help.
0: Please help him. What the the, the the answer is giving is very important to our collective well-being. I need us to listen to what he's saying. Please, God. Hallelujah.
1: Yeah, I I said if
0: you if you fulfil
1: your destiny, if you, you fulfil your destiny, yeah, you are going to help people, other people fulfil theirs. Like, for someone like me that sings, if I go into music mainstream, I'm going to have backups, I'm going to have a drummer, I'll have a manager, I'll have PR, all those things. So if I refuse to grow, if I refuse to be big, if I refuse to pursue my dreams, my, maybe the person destined to be my drummer will be suffering somewhere. My backups,
0: somewhere suffering. You know, Sam,
1: my manager, you know.
0: So let us celebrate it. Let us appreciate what you But let me me put in perspective what he's saying here. Listen very attentively. And follow this illustration. Our senior pastor is a learned and qualified legal practitioner. Am I correct? Yes, sir. In a moment, he imagined that he chose to stay in practice of his law profession. So, pause that question and answer this question. How many of us seated here this evening by virtue of the years and months you have been here? That your lives have been blessed and transformed because you came to this church. Anybody? Your lives have been in fact, your lives has had meaning, color, essence. Your, your life has direction because you came to this church. Anybody? If going by the number of hands up, you are well over 20. Okay, so that's connecting with what he says. Imagine, pastor, decide not to start grace assembly. You know what your head will be telling you? I will become something. No, 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 no. Are you aware that somebody's refusal to start his own destiny by default is affecting the other person from starting his own life? Is that correct? Now, what you have said is, is bigger than the way you have said it. If every citizen of this nation alone will only play their part according to the instruction of the constitution, would Nigeria be like this? No. No. So, we are in this mess, not necessarily because demons are attacking us. It's because some people have made a reckless abandon of the gospel post in their lives. And as a result, they put the rest of us in the lima. Am I correct? Yes sir. yes, sir. So, one of the benefits of fulfilling destiny is you have to activate the destiny of every other person. So, you ask yourself, are you fulfilling destiny? Because that statement takes away selfishness and self-centeredness. I, sometimes I listen to my senior pastor and I say to me, to, to my, ah, can I really do this job? I mean, if you have asked yourself, can I, can I do Pastor Femi's job? I, I don't know if I can accept your assent. Every Sunday of the year, every Wednesday of the do you know that what we do on these pulpits is like 5% of what goes wrong in the whole church? The number of calls he gets every night from members of the church. Only because he chose to fulfill destiny. If you would do likewise, you can't imagine the number of lives that will be blessed. Let's imagine Pastor Adeboye. Choose to remain a lecturer till date. The scale of the success of the redeemed church. The original founder did it to the extent of the instruction of his destiny. You know, it's like David and Solomon. The instruction of David is gather the raw material to build the temple. That is his own calling. Solomon's own is what? Don't gather it. What they have gathered, use to build it. That is. So imagine that David did not gather. How would Solomon build? So the chaos around us, the confusion around us, is traceable to somebody who abandoned his own purpose in life. You can't take this subject lightly. You can't. No child here. Yeah, no. If your parents gave birth to you, you are supposed to be an improvement on the existing generation. True of us. The prayer of every, the prayer of every parent, they tell to their children with their eyeball. You shall be greater than me. I have not heard any father or mother who looked at his child and say, "I will be greater than you." You, this child. Anybody said that before, Pastor Conrad? Maybe they say it in Manchester City. So we will not take lightly that, that benefit. If everybody just so just choose to get hungry and say, this destiny thing is am I fulfilling it? Then I can tell you, you are set to repair the nation, you are set to repair the community, you are set to repair your family gradually. What is the other benefit? Of fulfilling destiny. If we understand the benefit, perhaps it will motivate us to now learn the details on how to activate our destiny. Any other benefits? Another benefit to fulfilling destiny. Let me help a little. There are people who live from age 1 to 80 and they died with regret. Yeah? There are people who are not even dead and they are, already, they are still alive, but they are regressing their lives. There are people who are looking back and say, I wish I did it differently. Saints of God nothing gives soothing comfort as much as for everything you are dealing and you are going through you know you are in the center of God's will nothing comforts your heart now believe me here for the fact that you are pursuing destiny you know, I call it the road to fulfilling destiny you will be on that road you will go through issues but in knowing that I am in the center of God's will it will give you peace and comfort why? because the scripture that says all things work together for good To them that are called by God and to them that love God and are called by him. That's scripture. And are called by him, meaning and are doing his purpose. That is when all things work together for their good. So, you can be going through difficult times. If you are not in the will of God, you will end up in regrets. Destiny is the only guaranteed medium of comfort. In young age, in mid-age, and in old age. Let me ask an example. Give me an example of someone who had a fulfilled life in the Bible. Anybody give me an example of one person you know. I like that. I can read your lips. Said Abraham. Give me an example of someone who didn't enjoy the fullness of his life. Because he stepped out of destiny. Example of one person? Huh? Saul. Saul. Samson. They were originally dead, but they stepped out. Nothing gives so much joyful fulfillment in the journey of life as much as staying in the center of God's will. Number three reason why destiny must be fulfilled. Anybody? Anybody? Number three reason. I want to quickly explain to us how do you activate destiny? Isn't that important? Okay, now you have told us destiny. How important. So how do we even get to know we are doing our destiny? How? Let us read a scripture in the book of Judges, chapter 6. Judges, chapter 6. And then it will be the first scripture we're reading. George's chapter, chapter 6. George's chapter 6. And by the time you are reading through, you'll be very familiar with the reaction of the man we're referring to here. The name of the man happens to be who? Gideon. I'm going to read from verse 11. Please so pay attention. George's chapter 6, verse 11. I brought my Bible today. Multimedia. It's once beaten, twice shy. Now... Let me read. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abysserite. While his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress. While his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress. Please follow me. In order to hide from who? Who was threshing in the winepress? Gideon. To hide from who? That looks like the story of some of us. So go to the next verse. The next verse. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you. You mighty man of valor. Pastor Collins, mean the verse 11 said, You were threshing wine. That's one. That means you were completely out of scope of destiny. That is not bad enough. Then, you were now hiding. And then when eventually, the destiny activator showed up on you. He said, the Lord is with you, you man of valor. No, let me me be honest. Let's be practical here. Imagine an angel just showed up to Brother Belief. Oh, Brother Believe, you billionaire of the continent of Africa. Be honest with me. You will probably look at the angel. and say, angel. You know, the problem I have with you, this angel, eh, is that you people are miles away from reality. The way you talk, the way you, you think everybody has wings to be flying around. Do you know what it takes to be a billionaire? You have no idea how many companies you have to run. So I said to myself, the real starting point to activate destiny is ability to start seeing yourself the way God originally saw you. You didn't get that. But you know there's a problem here. To see yourself the way God Originally designed you. Sounds very simple. Who does not want to see himself the way God sees it? Everybody would like to see himself. So while I was meditating on this, I said, God, even me that you asked me to come and teach this thing. If you shut up on me tomorrow morning and say, Oh, Steve, you are going to be the president of the United States of America. I will first sit in. Are you aware my passport is green passport? I was not born in America. I mean, everything in my intellectual and cerebral processing will be telling the angel the various chain of impossibility to what he's saying. But you know the truth? If you continue to see it that way, no matter how much God intended for your destiny, your sight will be a natural limitation for execution. So, the starting point to activate is to start to change how you see things. I ask myself a question. I'm wearing a transparent lens. If all of a the sudden they change this lens to yellow, what would I be seeing? Everything around me would be yellow. If I could drop this mic, I would have loved to ask a very simple illustration. This is my phone. Don't look at the name. Let's print it because it could, you could call it iPhone. It's okay. But this is my phone. When the manufacturer of this phone, when he was designing this phone, how many of us were there? How many of us were there when the manufacturer was designing this phone? Nobody. How many of us have a phone here? Good. And you know that manufacturers design the purpose of a product. Is that correct? Before a product shows up, The manufacturer designed the purpose. The purpose will now determine the design. So it is is so unfair for you to say you are fat. And that is a problem. No, the person that created you knew that you need to be fat to function in a particular way. Is that true? If this business of fulfilling destiny is by height, you know some people will not have made it in life. You and I know. You and I know that you have set your eye on some people. And you are saying, ah, if they could give this one visa at American Embassy. The things that support. Pastor, Pastor Conrad, I've been struggling to ride power bike. But when I see some seemingly stark retreats ride that thing. I then convince myself, if you are not configured for it, you are not configured for it. Believe me, have collected gold medal with no legs. Paralympics, they call them. You with two legs cannot run 100 meters. The truth is that there is no problem with anybody because the manufacturer designed you for the clear function that he needs you for. Am I correct? So, you, then I wonder why people will go and bleach their skin. Bleach their skin? It's okay if you need to juggle to keep fit. But believe me, I love Pastor Conrad's shape. But if you are fatter than me, you are too fat. Now, i understand not lot I love Pastor Conrad. I love air on his head. But if you don't, if you have air more than me, you are too busy. Pay attention, pay attention. The manufacturer, none of us was there. But the manufacturer was wise enough knowing that Everybody that will buy this product cannot come and meet him in the factory and ask him, what were you thinking when you manufactured it? So, nobody bought a brand new phone. I'm not talking about cash in the hell. It's not cash in the air phone I'm referring to. Not the one you bought along the computer village Somebody who went to a store, iPhone store, bought an iPhone that is packaged. You will never open a brand new phone without a manual, true or false. Pastor correct. It will surprise you. Not everybody takes time to read manual. You know what? Everybody assumes they know what to do with it. So, if I am telling you that until you see yourself the way God sees you, you can't know exactly what He functions you to. I mean, what He designed you to function, except to go and read the manual. Man of God, what is the manual? Oh, you know the Bible looks like a test book to you. Oh, you use it in secondary school as CRK. No, it is the manual that came with your life. Oh, no, you can't tell me. You cannot function beyond the knowledge of that manual. The day someone shocked me was that he took this same phone from me. This same phone that I am bragging that I know everything about it. By the time he did some abracadabra on this same phone. Man of God. I knew illiteracy is in levels. You know it's funny. You are currently limited now, the way you are. Because your knowledge of the manual is too small. Are you aware that you cannot function in the full capacity of your destiny without the Holy Spirit? Are you aware? Are you aware? Are you aware the Holy Ghost is not the way you relate to Jesus Christ By the word? Holy Ghost is a person like someone in love with a human being. So, to see yourself from the eye of God, you need to have a devoted, addictive interest in the manual. The manual is not the one you read in the morning, in the afternoon. I submit to say this, and Pastor Conrad, correct me, that there is no question under heaven so far, except the one I don't know, that the Bible does not have answers to. There are very few questions under heaven that the Bible cannot answer. Talk less of questions about your life. Now, you will now be thinking in your head, is it to read this thing? Are you aware that reading it is not the same thing as getting revelation? The manual told us how to read it. What was the instruction how to read it? Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8 gave us the manual how to read it. What did he say? Saints of God. Bless you, my, my 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 brother. If everybody seated here today, we read it the way the manual asked them because that is how to read it, and that's what Joshua 18 told us how to read it. This book of the law should not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it when listen to this truth: the entrance to your spirit is your mind, the same way the entrance to your belly is your mouth. To feed your spirit, where your destiny is resided, you need to open your mouth, eating the word. It will be painful if, at the end of life, you look back and you wish you had done something. It is not the fault of God; you neglected the manual. And I'm glad that we have a church where they take time to explain the manual to us. Give your story. Verse 30, and Gideon said to him, "Oh, my Lord! If the Lord is with us, if the Lord is with us, why then am I like this? Why am I going through all this if God is with me? I love the next thing." The angel answered, "The Bible is very complete. you know what the Lord told? Know what the angel told the man of God?" Follow the next instruction you will read from verse 13 downwards. You know what those instructions are? He started to engage him in the power of rituals. Give offering here. You know, I look at the man who wants his destiny activated and he frowns at every giving. I ask myself, you don't know. Even if you met an avalist, even if you met an avalist or you met a white garment prophet, they will not finish praying for you without dropping something. Why do you abuse the process of destiny unlocking? without the gifts. Read it. I didn't write this Bible. I'm not telling you my thoughts. I'm telling you things in scripture. And I will jump down. I will skip it. I will leave it to the rest. You know, I love the scripture. I say many have years we cannot hear. What I have said today, the little I have said, develop it. Go and read Gideon. The process of activating the destiny. There are three things that will happen to a man on the road to, the road to destiny. Number one, Destiny can be attacked. There are three things that happens to a man on the road to destiny. Destiny can be attacked. You agree with me, sir? Destiny can be attacked. I'll give you a very good example here. They gave back to him. Even before his own parents held him in his hand, the wise man saw his star. And then the next agenda was what? To kill him. Don't be surprised that you feel like everything is going against you. Sometimes it's because that the destiny is too useful. For them not to attack. The devil will never fight what he does not fear. You are too precious. You are such a threat. That the devil will rather see you eliminated. But you know the good news here. If you stay on God's side. Your destiny will be protected. Did they protect the destiny of Jesus? Yes. Yours shall be protected in the name of Jesus. The destiny of Moses was what? Was attacked. The destiny of David was attacked. The destiny of Joseph Was attacked. How can yours be an exemption? So, rise up and fight. Oh, you will not end your life the way you are going. About. No, 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 no. You shall fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. Now, the truth is, you cannot have this violent approach and be sleeping like a normal man without destiny. And destiny was attacked. On the path, on the journey to destiny, destiny will be attacked. I've given you an example. Bible told us in the book of First, first Samuel chapter 16 concerning David... That they said David. Desti- destiny of David was about to start. The moment they anointed David boom, with oil. Do you know what happened next to Saul? The spirit left Saul. Bam! And another distressing spirit came upon him. And from that moment, that Saul started to pursue David. Hmm. Number two, that would happen to a man on the road to destiny. Destiny can be delayed. I mentioned something clearly that. Destiny is cascaded in time. The Yoruba will say, le So, for example, a man that is destined to deliver Nigeria at the age of 42, by the time he got to age 37, they attacked him with sickness. He will never remember destiny again. He will be, looking, he will be trusting God for healing. And they can keep that sickness bound on him. For the rest of his life. They can't withdraw the destiny. They can't terminate the destiny. But they can delay it by using the impact of time. I pray a prayer for you today. Is there anybody that has said that over his dead body you will not become great? In his lifetime you shall become great. Destiny can be delayed. The prophecy was they will be in bondage for 400 years. For reason of ignorance. How many years was added to it? Extra 30 years. Yeah? You know, some of you are long overdue for some expression of purpose. You are long overdue for a husband. You are long overdue for a wife. You are long overdue for a child. Now the enemy is afraid of the seed of your womb. And I pray for you today. Whatever hand that's causing a delay on your destiny, that hand will wither in the name of Jesus. 400 to 430 years. I tell you, free of charge here. Between the 440 and 40, 430 years, some people would have died. They won't see it. I remember the same story. They told them that, look, the journey from here to the promised land was how many days? Huh? You are not saying a good amen. Because you don't understand this in English. The enemy will not use time to fight you. Yeah. You know what the scripture says concerning time in Exodus 3? There is everything there is a time. There is a time to walk. There is a time to sit. The time to walk, you will not be sitting down. Yeah. The time to fly, you will not be crawling. Yeah. You know what he said? 40 days to promised land. When the forces of darkness invaded them, how many years did they use? I alone, that. 40 years. Do you know the difference between 40 days and 40 years? Do you know how many people can die between 40 days and 40 years? These subjects should provoke you to a new dimension of prayer life. Anything functioning as a delay in your life. Anything that is holding you down against your will. Because you are under the influence of this grace, unction. Heaven will break it in the name of Jesus. Destiny can be attacked. Destiny can be delayed. What's the third one? Destiny can be interchanged. But what am I correct? The right of the hair was to Esau. But the manipulative mother switched it. One parallel. Yeah. They can inter-switch it. One slept over his child. The child died. And in the middle of the night, he was going to switch the living for the dead. And they still do it till date. When men sleep, they switch things for them. And Jacob rose to bless the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim. And when they brought both of them, he switched hands. Please, everything written here is for your instruction. We need God more than he needs us. They can switch it. I pray for us today. This when we were innocent. We were crawling. We were playing and we don't know. Men, illegal satanic men have laid hands on us. And they have tampered with the content of our glory. Heaven we arrest them and restore for us today in the name of Jesus. Someone is getting blessed here. Three things to guard yourself with. On the way to destiny. Three things to guard yourself with. Three things that can happen to you. Three things to guard yourself with. Number one. You cannot accomplish destiny without being a fervent prayer person. It doesn't happen by luck. It happens by hard-working prayer. A lazy prayer person remains a permanent prey of the enemy. How can you not want to pray? Was prayer an option in the scripture? Pray, and I say pray always. Prayer was not a suggestion. It's a necessity for survival on this planet. You, there's no timetable to prayer. You pray at every time. You don't rush to Panadol. I lost something a woman of God said there one of those testimonies. He said, and I called my brother during the panic period. Rather than pressing the panic button, he pressed the prayer button. Yeah. And a lot of people who can say, what is the matter with you? Let us pray. That's a true friend. Don't be quick to cancel me. Pray for us. Because until you pray, God will give you instruction. You cannot accomplish destiny without being a fact. Everyone that I've set my eyes on, who are that, that doing wonders and mighty things with their destiny, believe me, they are not lazy in prayer. I was listening today how a particular church in the US wanted to, wanted to call to What's called in English? Colobi, the old church of MFM. And they declared the case today. They returned it back to the owner. I said, they, I said the judge didn't return it. The news. The news. Uh, they are taking it from you. You are eating your dream. You thought you are adding protein. No, they are taking something from you. You wake up and you pray. Believe me, this journey is not a joke. And I will tell you something very quickly before I close. Now, to keep yourself, you need to pray. First Chronicles 4, verse 9 to 10. Time will not permit me to read? You can read it on your spare time. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Talked about as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth. Destiny is brought forth. In the heart of prayer. It is lazy ice cream, ice cream, chopping burger, you know. It, destiny does not, you don't deliver destiny that way. You pray, real we'll pray. You we'll pray, real we'll pray. We'll pray. We'll pray. The Lord will give us grace to we'll pray in Jesus' name. Number two, you must have an unquestionable addiction to the reading of the manual. Ah, I read something today. Oh, you can start the caffeine. The last thing that you must keep yourself is change your environment, change your company. Believe me, company destroys you. Proverbs said it very clearly. He said, The company of a fool will destroy you. Change your environment, change your company. Uh, I mean, you know, some of you know that I have, I have intention to change the environment, and some of you already know where I'm going. Amen. Because, Brother that boy, Ahmed Musa, is, no, no. What's that one? That guy they killed his in Kaduna. That footballer. Victor huh? Moses. If that boy had stayed here, Maybe they would have killed him by now. Do you know how many of your people left here by reason of environmental effects? Their destiny blossomed. Seek the face of the Lord. Change your company, change your environment. All right. I close now with three hindrances that can prevent fulfillment of destiny. Can I have the first slide? Three hindrances that can prevent the fulfillment of destiny. Is someone getting blessed here? I'm rushing things about right now. Number one, the burden of sin. Listen to it. The burden of sin. You say this is the consequence. No, no, listen. The consequence of sin is sin promises satisfaction, but we rob us of what? Peace and intimacy with God. You will not be confident to read the manual if you are playing with sin. Now forget that. We can't shy away that sin is real. The environment that I saw something on social media today, and I told myself, with my new generation, these children, the teenagers, we need to guide them in serious prayer. It will get to a point, to be wrong, we become more fashionable than to be right. To be wrong, the things I see, one funny boy just left big brother and he snapped himself nude and threw it on social media. And my children was, no, 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 no. A for sin is for your benefit. Because no destiny unfolds well under sin. The wages of sin is death. The cure to symptoms of death is the arrival of life. The more you suck in life, the more symptoms of death depart from you. Are you feeling dead in any part of your, of your life or your person or your, or your body? Believe it, you need to take more life. The cure to symptoms of death is the arrival of life. Number two, entrances that can prevent you I'm rushing things now. Can I have the second slide quickly? The cause of what? Comparison. What does it say there? Comparison either makes you feel superior or inferior. Neither honors God. You are too inferior. You are too superior. No destiny comes to light with that mindset. You are not beautiful than anybody. You are beautiful for yourself. Because the definition of beauty is not in your dictionary. In some tribes, the longer they are here, the finer they are. Am I correct? I've seen some tribes, some tribes, they will put a very big hole, very big hole in their hair. That is their definition of what? Beauty. Don't let one boy tell you you are the most beautiful. No. His dictionary is limited. Compare, stop comparing yourself with anybody, please. I beg you. There is no two human beings that are the same. Down to their kidney. If God could separate blood that looks alike in color, yet not everybody can take it, please, we are too unique to compare and compete with anybody. In fact, the scripture says, For he that compares themselves with themselves, they are fools. I love the definition of fools from the Hebrew language. The meaning of fool means someone that is morally deficient. Number three, and I close with that fear of the future. And regrets of the past. I want to read the scripture that pointed this thing out to me from the book of Job. And I will leave it and I will take a little prayer and then we're gone. My time is up already. Can we see Job? There is a Job. I love it now. Multimedia, well done. But deserve a special gift. Now, prepare yourself like a man. Now, this is after all the the incidents and the affliction Job went through. This was the first time God was going to speak in chapter 40. After the devil's battered him. This God there eh, is a mighty God. He came down with a very proud look and said, Now come here, Job. Job, prepare yourself like a man and answer my question. I will question you and you shall answer me. Can we go on, please? Next verse, please. Next verse. I brought my Bible. So I did like this. All right. Would you indeed now listen to what he said here? Yeah. Would you annul my judgment? Do you think I, listen to what he said there. Job, do you think I took a wrong decision on your behalf when I was discussing between you and Satan? If I told you I was wrong, would that make you feel good? If I am God, I discussed on your behalf and I took the right decision. Would you indeed annul my judgment? Would you condemn me that you may be justified? If I told you that I made a mistake, allowing Satan to attack you, would that make you feel good? That was the question he was asking me. <laughs> because Job felt this way, you and I do feel this way sometimes. Now, like God, what's what is all this abandonment and, and ignoring me? Why are you ignoring me, Lord? Why are you allowing all these things to happen? What's going on here? So, would you feel better if I thought it was a mistake? It was not a mistake. Let's go further. Let's go further. <laughs> oh God, have you an arm like God? Who can answer this question? Translate it in modern English. Do you have the kind of hands that I have? I'm even sure you have hands. So, what's the comparison? Have you an arm like God, or can you thunder a voice like him? <laughs> As in, when I speak here, the whole head listens. Whole, do you know what I mean? When God speaks, the tree listens, the fish listens, everything listens. Go further, please. Then, get off. Adorn yourself. I said to someone tonight, stop feeling bad. Stop feeling depressed. Get up! Adorn yourself with majesty and splendor to a man who understands the color of his destiny. Adorn yourself with splendor and array yourself with glory and beauty but on one condition. Read for that, please. On one condition can you do all this? Disperse what? The rage. Get rid of the bitterness. Get rid of the unforgiveness. You cannot mix both in your body. Disperse the rage Get rid of your hunger. Stop getting angry at me. No, no, disperse your rage. Disperse your unforgiveness of your wrath. Look on everyone who is proud and humble. God, amazing conversation there. To a man who is saying, the last light. Can I have the last light that brought us here? The last light that brought us here. The last light that brought us here. Alright, while that is going on, I want us to rise now. Fear of the future has prevented some people from fulfilling destiny and regrets of their past. Please, what God said is, forget the regrets of the past. Adore yourself with new garments of this new time. This is now. This is now. Yesterday is gone. You can't do anything about it. The future is still very good for you. You still have time. Your destiny will still be fulfilled. You will get to destination in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I want you to rise on your feet as I want us to take this prayer of Jabez. Oh my God. Is someone blessed here this evening? Is someone blessed here this evening? Can I hear a good amen? Amen. I want you to take the prayer of Jabez and take it with your heart. The prayer of Jabez is in the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 4. 1 Chronicles, chapter (laughs) 4. Listen to what Jabez said here. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying there is a part of that prayer I needed to read with the eye of the spirit. Hold that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand will be with me and that you will keep me from what? Evil, number one and that I may not cause pain do you know what that means? In Yoruba, it means are you in Niyawin, Yolara? People see you and they are not encouraged and inspired. People can't follow you to church because nothing about you is glorifying. Jabez said it here. I didn't say it. It's not my thoughts. It's someone's mind who is frustrated that his destiny is not making sense. How can someone keep asking you the same question every year? Have you not, are you not married? Don't you have this? Have you seen people like that before? They act like they are the timekeeper of your life ah, but you got married two years ago. What's happening? Jabez didn't answer them, but Jabez prayed to God. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me. I need you to lift your hands to God. And say, oh, God bless me. And enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me. Let men stop asking me stupid questions. If you place your hand, the, the, the hand of the Lord came upon Gideon. And the destiny of Gideon opened up. Every encounter with God is an opportunity for a change of story. Somebody's story is changing tonight. Your life has cost you pain. It has not just cost you pain, it has caused people around you pain. It's making people ask stupid questions from you. Tonight, that question comes to one hand. He said that I may not cause pain. So God granted what He requested. As you have prayed tonight, the Lord will grant your heart's desires. Amen. As you have prayed tonight, the Lord will grant your requests. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I give you praise and glory. That destiny is opened up already. Fulfillment is guaranteed. We call upon the God of Israel saying, hope oh that you will bless everybody saying amen this evening. Amen. And you will enlarge our territory. Amen. That your hand will rest upon us from tonight. And that you will keep us from here on evil. And that you may not cause us pain. There will be no more pain in our lives in the name of Jesus. And the Lord will grant our heart requests. If you believe you it, say it better, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless us. I see destiny changing already.